Welcome back. My name is Steve, the founder of English and Go. Today, we will travel back in time to the year 2018. Because way back in 2018, before any of us ever heard the word Corona, I made a detailed podcast about the history of Santa Claus. I started from the real Catholic bishop, St. Nicholas, traced him to England under Henry VIII and the creation of Father Christmas, then skipped over to the Netherlands, where we can find Sinterklaas, and finally to America, where the modern Santa Claus comes from. Why not take a trip to simpler times? I am certain it will be worth it for you, and by the end, you'll be an expert on the topic of Santa Claus. Just in time for Christmas. Give it a listen. Santa Claus is an example of cultural evolution, specifically mimetics, M-E-M-E-T-I-C-S. This is a fancy way of saying that Santa Claus has changed a lot over time. We could argue that Santa Claus has evolved. This is because Santa Claus actually started as St. Nicholas, a real person, a bishop, who lived almost 2,000 years ago. Most Catholics know St. Nicholas as a very holy or pious, P-I-O-U-S, man who secretly gave presents and financial support to the poor people around him. Unfortunately for St. Nicholas, People were less giving after he died. I say this because his tomb, where he was buried, was robbed, and the valuables were taken away, including his skeleton. Today, the bones of St. Nicholas are divided between the Italian towns of Bari and Venice, a distance of 821 kilometers. St. Nicholas is still honored in Germany on December 6th, a day they call Nikolaus. The modern tradition is to secretly leave small presents outside the door or in the shoes of family and friends. For me, this is still new, but now that I know it's honoring a real person, I like it more. But to really understand Santa Claus, we need a little bit more than just St. Nicholas. Because while Santa Claus is sometimes still called Old St. Nick, he is now quite a bit different. So we must travel to England and back in time to the reign of Henry VIII. You remember Henry, right? a big fat king with lots of wives. Henry was not always fat, of course. He got that way as he grew into middle age. Young Henry VIII was apparently very athletic and handsome. It was, of course, Henry VIII that broke England from the Catholic Church. And this greatly affected old St. Nick, because a Catholic feast of St. Nicholas on December 6th became a problem. Gradually, St. Nicholas was moved to Christmas in England. 
This allowed St. Nicholas to still be honored, but without keeping the Catholic holiday. Over time, St. Nicholas became something more than just a saint. In the Victorian era of the middle 1800s, he came to symbolize both Christmas celebrations and the giving of presents, and became known in England as Father Christmas. However, unlike Henry VIII, Father Christmas was not fat, and he usually wore green. So clearly, something else is needed to get us to Santa Claus. For the rest, we have to look at the Dutch Netherlands. The Dutch had, and still have, very good relations with England, and they have their own special version of St. Nicholas, called Sinterklaas. Like St. Nicholas, Sinterklaas delivers his presents to children on December 6th. However, Sinterklaas is important for two reasons, his costume and, later on, his transportation. The real St. Nicholas was a bishop, and on feast days, bishops can wear red. They usually wear purple, but on feast days, they wear red. So Sinterklaas wears red and has white hair and a long white beard. Later, in the 1850s, Sinterklaas began to ride over houses and come down the chimney to deliver the presents. Sound familiar? Now we have a picture of how Santa Claus evolved and came to symbolize Christmas in English-speaking countries. By fusing the Dutch Sinterklaas with the English idea of Father Christmas, along with some new ideas of mass production and productivity, America created the modern Santa Claus. Which brings us to today. In many ways, Santa Claus is like a very good company boss. He oversees a large workshop of hard-working elves, maintains a fleet of magic reindeer, and even has a wife who bakes cookies called Mrs. Claus. The elves make the toys in the toy factory, but Santa Claus also works hard. He makes a list and checks it twice, so that he knows which children have been naughty and which have been nice. Essentially, Santa Claus is an executive for most of the year, making sure the toys are made and matched to the right children. But then, for one night, he becomes the magical postal system, flying around and delivering presents while also checking off his list. Santa Claus is so very American. He is a kind, happy, hard-working boss with a loving wife who is also a superhero. Can you imagine anything more American than that? Again, my name is Steve, the founder of English & Go, an English-language teaching and consulting company based in Osnabrück, Germany. And I hope you enjoyed this short podcast, Remembering the History of Santa Claus. If you liked this podcast, please share it with a friend. Why not visit our website, www.englishandgo.de, or send us an email at info at 
dot de.